0: Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, 7th December 2021. Our bit today is taken from Romans chapter 8, verse 7, which says, Nay, in all these things, are we more than conquerors through him that loved us? Oh, my brethren, we're moving on. Yes, we conquered Monday. And we're going to do the same to choose the glory be. And how could we not be conquerors when we have a conquering Lord and Savior named Jesus Christ? As the good book so confidently declares of us, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Yes, friends, with the love of Christ flowing through, over and under us, How can we be anything but mighty conquerors? eh? And you know what, too? We can never lose that love unless we foolishly decide to give it up. And if you don't believe me, then listen to what God's word says about it. He says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, Mama Sita, What an awesome statement of love, encouragement, and assurance that is, my people. Nothing Yes, nothing can separate us from God's love found in Christ Jesus. And by the way, all those words come from Romans 8:38 to 39, as we all know. How big and beautiful is that knowledge, eh? But that brings us to the question then: why do we act powerless, afraid, and discouraged when we have all those wonderful assurances? from our omnipotent and ever-faithful God. Remember, there is only one thing that can match the love of God, yes, and that's his wrath. So what do we need to experience then, eh? his love or his wrath? We might say the former, but too often we behave like it is his wrath we want to experience. Yes, why then the stubborn disobedience? the foolish pride, and the overwhelming ungodliness that's permeating our world? We must think that he's joking when he speaks of blessings for obedience and curses for disobedience. Otherwise, why would we behave in the foolish and disobedient manner that we've manifested in this last generation? We've come to value the easy life with all its amenities so much that we are unwilling to make any sacrifices whatsoever to uplift ourselves or others. But yet, we're talking about living for Jesus. That's hogwash, heifer dust. How can you be living for Jesus when you don't want to make sacrifices? eh? When living for Jesus is all about making sacrifices In his name, he said it himself. If we want to be his disciples, we have to die to ourselves, give up our will, surrender it to his, then take up our cross and follow him. Now, that does not necessarily mean living a broken down, destitute life, but it does mean willing to do it if that's what he asks of you although he does not usually go to such lengths. And you know something? There's this other thing that we have all so lost in this past generation. That's the joy of brotherhood. Remember the marvelous and ever so truthful words of Brother David from Psalm 133, where he says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment or oil upon the head that ran down upon the bed, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts, that's the edge of his garments, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. And that's taken from Psalm 133, 1-3. Oh, my people, we obviously have forgotten that living together in unity, be it at the family or nation level, is a blessed thing, altered by our God. Else, why would our world be in such turmoil, with resentment, anger, hatred, and fighting, oh so prevalent? right down from the basic family unit up through to national to the national scene itself there's war and rumors of war all over the world and the uncertainty and disagreements over the covid-19 pandemic has only served to make matters even worse and as each new variant of the virus crops up our world becomes more discombobulated and separated I don't know what it will take for us to realize that the only option left to us is turning back to the God of our our forefathers, whom we have so petulantly, that childishly and unwisely tried to drive out of our society. We obviously can't seem to fix what's wrong on our own, because everything we try turns out worse, and there appears to be no agreement on anything at all these days, for everybody is up in arms about something or the other, whether it be the virus, the climate, the economy, race and gender problems, religious differences, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No one seems satisfied with the status quo, and all want their concerns to be met with and fixed immediately, if not yesterday. What else can we expect then, but deep dissatisfaction and disaffection throughout our individual societies and the world at large? And a good point to note here, the natural disasters also seem to be getting worse with more fires, floods, earthquakes, volcano eruptions and famines all happening at the same time. There's no doubt that our world is in a mess, and at a most important crossroad in time. Who knows what the future holds? Only Almighty God, the same one we are trying to riddle our society of. But friends, wisdom and common sense decree that if we want to right our world, a major revival in the name of Jesus Christ is the only way to go. For he is the Savior, the only one who has the power to calm the storm, right the sinking ship, heal the sick, and lift up the dead to eternal life. And do we ever need those divine remedies in our world right now, my people? So let's try and get wise now and turn back to Jesus. That is, if we want our world to survive the death flows. It's currently experiencing. And now, for those of us who are trying to do the right thing, that's live sincerely for Jesus, let's go home declaring our right, oh yeah, we spell declaring right today. Let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know who and whose we are, to whom we belong, lock, stock and barrel. So as one strong voice, In God's eyes, I'm not what I do, I'm not what I have, I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God, that's who I am. No one can take that from me, no way. So I don't have to worry, I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. (laughs) Now me people. Having made those magnificent statements, it now behooves us to go out and share the reality with others so that they too can come to know and love Jesus like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, To whom do you turn when the chips are down? And the cry goes out, Jesus, Yahweh, Jehovah. And that's the gospel truth, friends. It's only Almighty God that we can cry out to when things go wrong with us, who we know can fix it, for sure. But we have to be obedient and do what he says, otherwise he won't bother with us. So please, let's go out and live for Jesus like we are supposed to do every day. And we know what we're supposed to do. So please, please, let's do it if we want our world to improve and the lives of our children and our children's children to improve too. And we pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Tuesday, my people. Much love.